Dear friends, dear colleagues, it's my great, great pleasure to be with you this little time to talk about Keynote 355. My name is Javier Cortez. I'm a breast cancer medical oncologist working at the International Breast Cancer Center in both cities of Madrid and Barcelona in Spain. So you all know Keynote 355, which is a large randomized phase three study in the first line triple negative breast cancer patients. And these patients were randomized to receive chemotherapy with either paclitaxel, napaclitaxel, or carbogem, plus placebo, or pembrolizumab. This trial did have two coprimary endpoints, progression-free survival and overall survival. And I think you, you all know the results. The progression-free survival for patients with uh, pdl one positive tumors with a CPS 10 or more, I will make some comments in a minute, did have an improvement in PFS, as I said before, of uh, 5.6 months with chemotherapy plus placebo to 9.7 months with chemotherapy plus pembrolizumab. Has a ratio of 0.66. But beautifully, also an improvement in overall survival has a ratio 0.73 and a median improvement in overall survival in the range of 7 months from 16.1 months with chemotherapy to 23 months with chemotherapy plus pembrolizumab. So we presented this year at San Antonio the final data. And also we tried to look at the different PDL1 CPS subgroups. So in other words, can we define which is the optimal cutoff of PDL1 to define who will benefit more or less from pembrolizumab? And which were the key results? I think my opinion were amazing. So in the keynote 355, the primary point was for those patients with a PDL1 expression, CPS 10 or more. And as I said before, it was positive. So the question is, what about those patients with a CPS score one to nine? And what about those patients with a CPS 10 to 19 or 20 or more? So can we define which is the optimal cutoff? And look at the beautiful results we had. So when we looked at the overall survival for patients with CPS less than one or CPS one to nine, it was basically identical. So no benefit at all from the addition of pembrolizumab. And the other way around, when we looked at the overall survival for those patients with a CPS 10 to 19 or 20 or more, look at the hazard ratio here, 0.71, 10 to 19, and 0.72 for the CPS 20 or more. So which were the conclusions? So CPS 10 is a great cutoff to consider who will benefit or not from the addition of pembrolizumab to chemotherapy. So how do we integrate all these aspects into the clinical practice? So you all know also what CPS means. So sometimes it's difficult to define which is the optimal way to measure PD1 expression, which are the type of cells we have to look at, which is the optimal modality of the scoring calculations, which is the optimal cutoff value, primary antibodies, platforms used, so now we have some more clear aspects to define the PDL1 assessment. First, 
which is the optimal modality of scoring calculations. Maybe this CPS score is very nice to look at, to enumerate the positive cells, including both tumor cells and immune cells. And also today, we know that the cutoff value perfect for triple negative breast cancer is 10. So with this evidence we presented at San Antonio, we might define that we should look at the CPS score. We should go for 10 to consider if pembrolizumab should be used or not to this patient population. So I think that Kino 355 has helped us a lot to define how we will treat our patients with triple negative breast cancer in the first line setting and how we have to measure PD-1 expression. So folks, friends, colleagues, thank you very much. Stay well and hope to, you, to see you soon. Thank you.